0: Welcome to another episode of Southern Charm Chit Chat Podcast. Today, we have a special guest with us that we're pretty excited about. Um, It's Scott Thompson. He is our broker in charge in the Greensboro office at North Elm. So uh, we just thought we would chit chat with him a little bit. I know there's probably some agents, new agents out there that might be listening and um, maybe considering... A firm that they might want to to join up with. So we just thought, well, let's just talk to Scott, break it down, and figure out is he our boss? Is he, how does that work? Um, Who is Scott Thompson? Who is Scott Thompson? Welcome
1: to our podcast. Yay. Yay.
2: Thanks for having me. This is cool. I'll, I'll be interested to find out what I am too. Yeah. <laughs> this is great.
1: We find out something new every day.
0: Yes, but we um we don't usually like to go off of a script. Um, we think you guys probably like it better when we just kind of have a conversation. So we're just going to fly off the cuff and ask him some questions. And um, But first, we always like to ask people, do you have like a favorite quote or a favorite saying Mm. or a verse or anything that comes Mm. to mind that you live by?
2: Oh, wow. A lot of different (laughs) Mm. things come to mind, but it's funny you mentioned that because I actually pulled one today that I actually saw. I see, I follow certain people, I watch a lot of, you know, YouTube videos from some of my favorite real estate coaches or encouragers. But there's one guy that I follow on Twitter whose name is John Gordon. Mm-hmm. John Gordon wrote the book, The Energy Bus. Highly recommend that book. It is an amazing book. Uh, it's not a big read, so Molly, you'll be able to handle that. <laughs> just, um, but he, he, you know, it's all about kind of the, the ten most important steps to, you know, work and life and just just being successful, kind of stay on the positive train. But he he uh, he tweeted this morning, and I thought, oh, this is great. And then you guys said. Mm-hmm. bring something. That Be prepared. You, you <laughs> I was like, well, this is perfect. He says on here, remember big opportunities come from doing the small things with a big dose of passion, love, purpose, and excellence. Be faithful with what you have and where you are today. Don't chase success. Decide to get better every day. Do great work and success will find you.
0: I like mm -hmm. that. I like that. That was deep. (laughs) So that was
2: inspirational for me today. And I always try to find something that's inspirational, but Mm -hmm. it's interesting. um, Also, the kind of the thing that, since I've gotten a real estate that I've always kind of ran with. And you you guys have probably heard me say this in trainings in the past. Mm -hmm. And it came from Tom Ferry years ago when I was an agent. And it was interesting. He said, Mark Calstra, our buddy, uh, actually posted that on his this quote on his Facebook page, like within the last couple of days. And I, I told him, I appreciate He did that. He said, what got you here will not get you there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that just simply means that what you're, what we've been doing, what, what made me successful when I first got in this business, I can't keep doing that and expect to have same success today because right things are ever changing. The landscape changes, mm-hmm. the market changes, how we do business has changed. Uh, so you, we're always having to evolve and, and kind of, you know, be flexible with how right. we're getting to our end result at the end of the day.
0: True statement. Yeah. 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 I like it. Well, I think, um, just kind of starting back at the beginning, um, we get questions about, you know, do you have a boss? How does it work being an agent? And I think that, um, You know, when I first started at Berkshire Hathaway, I always tell new agents when you're looking to establish yourself with a firm, look at the broker in charge really closely Mm -hmm. because that's who you're going to go to um, with issues, concerns, problems, and um, make sure you can establish a good rapport with that person. So that's Kind of how I started at Berkshire Hathaway, but I think the misconception is that you're not exactly a boss boss because the first the first <laughs> I have a quick story. This was funny. Um, when I first started with Scott, I would check in with him every day and tell him my schedule. And I would say, okay, t- Scott, today I have a, a showing right. at two o'clock. Right. And finally, a couple days in he said, Valerie, you know, you don't have to check in with me every day. <laughs> you don't have to tell me your schedule all the time. So that was kind of funny. Um, I didn't even really know his position, but, um,
1: but nobody knows his <laughs> position, <laughs> but
0: still, it is nice. I, it. I will say, um, you know, over the past several years that we, um, we really rely and depend on Scott to help keep us in line because we make sure with our clients that we dot our I's and cross our T's, but he makes sure we do the same mm-hmm. thing, so. But I think like a question would be
1: for you, how would you describe your role?
2: Mm, that's great. What um, do you do?
1: What, what do you, what do I do? Everything.
2: <laughs> no, I, I. it's interesting that you bring that up because I do remember, Valerie, when you did, <laughs> you would kind of give me the rundown, which I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> Um, it's kind of cool and I'm surprised. <laughs> uh, yes, but you know I I, I kind of you know I, I definitely don't see myself as a, a boss. Mm-hmm. In any, you know, from that traditional sense if mm-hmm. you will, you're all independent contractors, you Right. you're all your own boss. But I do think that uh, I see my role more primarily as kind of that mentor and coach and yeah. I, the word guidance comes to mind, I think mm-hmm. a lot of times. And, um, sometimes it's just a sounding board,
1: you mm-hmm. know, right.
2: At times too. So I think it's a combination of, um, those things. But at the end of the day, it's all about, I, I come from a mindset of the, the agent you know? Cause mm-hmm. it wasn't that far. Uh, it wasn't that far. I'm not that far removed from mm-hmm. being an agent, you know, I've been licensed seven years. So been in management now for, uh, you know, over four years now. So, you know, it's being still entrenched in what you guys are doing and building your business, which is mm-hmm. what I really enjoy doing. Right. Um, and so I feel like I'm just not along for the ride, mm-hmm. you know, in a lot of cases. Um, but I get to do it and and see how you guys get to succeed and how you're trying new things and, So for me, I I just long, long answer to just say, and I feel like it's more of a, I see myself more as the the main support and and kind of mentorship. Yeah. Do you
0: ever miss being an agent?
2: (laughs) You uh, You know, there's been times where I've missed that part of it where, you know, I like going out on. Surprisingly, They like going out on appointments with mm-hmm. agents and yeah. meeting people and they show us tattoos and stuff like that, which, <laughs> a which is a true story. It did happen <laughs> yeah, it uh, on, a, on an appointment with uh, Valerie, uh, her first listing appointment. That was crazy. That so was maybe so we'll have a, maybe we'll have a podcast sometime just tell some of the funny stories. Yeah, in real be good. Estate. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I you know, I, I miss that interaction. Um, uh, with the clients in mm-hmm, that capacity mm-hmm. cuz i always was i got that thrill and the rush out of knowing that what i'm doing is actually helping them accomplish right why they called and mm-hmm. why they need
1: me mm-hmm. you
2: know so yeah. that was fun so now i kind of my mindset has changed in the fact that that's how i view the agents as clients if you mm-hmm. will for me and let me kind of be that same
1: right kind
2: of role in that relationship
1: right but i think you do a great job of you know being super personal when it comes to that. And I think Mm -hmm. that comes from your mentality of you want to help people. So, um, but there's been plenty of times that Valerie and I have called him crying. Yes. (laughs) And and the fact that we call him crying and he's not like, Oh, dear God, (laughs) instead he's helpful is a big deal. Yeah.
2: No, it's, it's, it's real life. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. It's real life. And, and it's
0: people's, you know, emotions, it's a stressful time for people when they're no. buying and selling a home. And, and you know, it's, I think Molly and I take on a lot of that stress with our clients, but yeah. then, you know, it's good to have an outlet for us mm-hmm. to talk things yeah. through sometimes um, with tedious transactions um, mm. that happen. So I think that's, that's good too.
2: Yeah. I mean, again, I, I remember not sleeping at night as well (laughs) Mm -hmm. on certain things and feeling like the weight was all on my shoulders to make sure that this went down the way it needs to right Mm -hmm. i mean i think that one thing's in that's important in this in business is learning that we don't have that power right kind of letting go of that a little bit Mm -hmm. not that you let go of what you're capable of doing or doing everything you possibly can but you know there is a there's a line that there's areas that we can't control and we can't change. And
1: right. not controlling is really hard for Valerie and I because <laughs> we're hardcore control freaks.
2: But that, <laughs> that you know, but that means you know, but that that's a that is not a bad quality. It's just that you care and that you want to have great create a great experience, mm-hmm. which is what we're all trying to do at the end of the day. Right. Right. And when it doesn't happen, we feel like we've fallen down. And what could we have done different? Could Mm -hmm. we have said something differently or changed um, the way I approached one issue over another? Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's not a great answer. But I do think that it's important for you guys as agents to know that, like, all you can do is the best you can and know that you have learned obviously from previous things that that you've gone through already but you you know you just say when you lay your head down at night you gotta feel like okay I think I have thought of everything I can do to help make this situation as best as can be right Right. and at that point you know that's when I need some other advice Mm -hmm. or new eyes on it and we get involved you know just try to help So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, I put that a lot of pressure on myself too. So I understand where you're coming from and that's
0: right. But it is nice though to have a a bit, we call him a bit broker in charge, but it's nice to have somebody that's watching. um, You know, we have to be in compliance. We have so many rules and regulations to follow and to have another person behind us, making sure that, you know, Hmm. everything is going in the right direction and we're not going to get in trouble with the, Principal being, i.e. commission. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Um,
1: but let me ask you this. So what made you transfer from being an agent to a broker in charge? Why did you decide to do that?
2: Uh, that goes back to the reason I got into real estate to begin with, ultimately. Um, got into real estate because uh, life dy- my home life dynamic changed considerably when Katie and I, Katie, my wife, ended up. We uh, got pregnant with our first child, and I was in a—I was in a job that I traveled quite a bit for, and mm-hmm. was on the road a lot. And I started to resent that job because mm-hmm. I was gone, and I didn't right. want to be gone all the time. And so, real estate was an avenue that allowed me to have kind of be my own boss, if you will, and. Right build a business that I could make money at and yet still be here and flexible and available present. Mm -hmm. And so I remember the day someone came into my office here at Elm Street and said, have you ever considered being a broker in charge? I was about two and a half years in the business. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, I wasn't breaking records, but I was, Doing okay for you know fairly yeah. new uh career change. And I said, No, I've never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with me, honest you. Like no, nope, 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 never thought about that. Um and they said, Well, would you is that something that you could give some thought to? And I said, like, Well, I need to hear more about that. So long story short, we um just we're pregnant with our second child. And so, you know, after thinking about it and uh, talking to my wife, it just seemed like the timing was good to, again, be more present and available.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. You know,
2: as funny as that sounds, you know, in this business, weekends and nights are, are not your own a lot of times. They're not. And so, you know, not being able to uh, be around, I'm thinking of, you know, Soccer practices or mm-hmm. anything in the evenings or those kinds of things on the weekends that you know where we're really spending time. Obviously, you guys know my
1: mm-hmm. family
2: is number one, so right that.
1: And he has the cutest family. <laughs> oh my gosh, two cute boys. They
2: yeah. are they are awesome. Um, thankfully, my wife is the the best in the whole bunch. She keeps us running and, um,
0: she's pretty awesome. Too. Yeah. She's, That's she's real. amazing.
2: Um, but yeah, no, it was, so just kind of the stars aligned there for me to explore that opportunity and, um, having a set kind of schedule that I knew I could follow and, and be there for. You know. So you do
1: have a set schedule then being a broker in charge.
2: Yeah. I mean, essentially, okay. you know, I mean, we're, we're, um, we're here eight, 8.30 to 5, 5.30, whatever, mm-hmm. 6. I mean, okay. do we work on weekends sometimes? Of course, I work at night on my mm-hmm. computer a lot. Mm-hmm. I answer emails or I'll, you know, visit people at an open house or whatever that might right. be. How um, many
0: agents are you over now? That
2: so we've you? got uh, approximately 125 agents yeah. here. And uh, fortunately, it's not just me. It's also a uh, uh, long-time manager here, Kevin Green, mm-hmm. who was actually the guy I interviewed with when I became an agent here. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, almost seven years ago. So so now it's Kevin and I and uh we're uh we're having fun. That's yeah.
1: good. Well, you yeah. have to have two people to manage 125 yeah. Agents. yeah, No, that
2: that is not a recipe for success. Yeah.
0: Molly uh, and I know how much we've bugged you and texted you and that's and only asked two. you uh <laughs> texted on the weekends and asked questions so we can only imagine but-
2: well you know look it's um, I always tell people don't apologize for reaching out. Don't, don't apologize for calling, mm-hmm. whatever. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um, and if our agents don't feel supported and that we're not there for them, then, you know, that's not a good experience for them.
1: Right. So what, good, what advice would you give any new agents listening or, um, you know, anyone that's considering becoming a broker in charge? Right.
0: Can you walk us maybe in a nutshell through the steps of what to do to become one?
2: To become a broker in charge? Sure. Let me see if I can remember. Um, <laughs> you can so do the, you do have to be—you uh, can't be a provisional broker, obviously. Right. Okay. Um, so you'll have to, and you also have to work with a firm full time, uh, according to the commission, for two years.
1: Okay.
2: Um, and then at that point, when you're no longer a provisional and you're full broker, you've done two years. Now you are what they call BIC eligible. And that's just a matter of going on the real estate commission and filling out the paperwork to request your BIC eligibility status. Okay. And from there, if you'd like to take that next step to become a broker in charge, there is a uh, broker in charge course offered through the real estate commission that, you know, it's 12 hours, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think probably mostly online nowadays. Right. Yeah, probably um, so. So you get to take that and you know, at that point it's a matter of either finding a place within a firm that you want to work for, or you can be your own pick
0: right for mm-hmm. your own firm. Now I will, I'm going to just go off on a rabbit trail about Berkshire Hathaway because I will say that I think this company does an excellent job um, with their leadership from the top down. Um, I think for me personally, Uh, Speaking when I first started with Berkshire Hathaway, I think just the personal touch of handwritten letters from Mm. not just Scott. I got a phone call from the CEO and on up. I've got uh, Tommy Camp's personal cell phone number. I mean, that just doesn't Mm. happen in typical corporations. So I think that really jumped out at me. And I think they do a great job with marketing um, and helping their agents grow. Um, And succeed, to be honest.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think you definitely hit the nail on the head. That's why I vetted where I went to work as an agent early on. Right. And, you know, I've never regretted that decision. Obviously, I've stayed with the company uh, the whole time. And a lot of those little things that you're talking about are what has set them apart to me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, we're myself and Kevin and those, uh, we're trying to do. The same, you know, as we go through, as we deal with our agents, and so, because right. um, again, at the end of the day, not only are you know agents, and you're trying to build a business and be a, and build a successful one, we also want you to have a good life and and have a good. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Yeah, we really do. <laughs> but you know, um, it's it, it, there has to be a balance, and you know, not only do are you guys agents, but consider you guys friends Mm -hmm. at the same time. And that's different.
1: (laughs) You can't see it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I think that's, that's just part of it. You know, when we talk about we're a family here, I've Mm -hmm. I've always believed that and that's always been something that's been uh, critical, you know, to, I think the whole package and look at the end of the day, you know, Our firm does things a little different than some of our competing firms and that's fine. There's Mm -hmm. something for everybody. But the one thing about us is that we know that if our agents aren't successful and they're not producing for themselves, it's not helping us as a whole. Right. You know, so we, we're only as strong as our weakest link at the end of the day.
1: No, that's true. And, And you can really tell that because Berkshire Hathaway just doesn't feel like a corporation. So Great. right, agreed. Yeah, I agree with that too. But I think that that's probably all the questions we have right now. Do you have anything you want to add as a, a parting note, a closing remark? Yeah. yeah. So what do you have?
2: Closing remarks. A closing remarks. Was not prepared with a closing remark, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we like to throw you I really off. Really appreciate. <laughs> I really appreciate the time. Really appreciate that I get to be a guest on your podcast. You guys always have a cool topic and hopefully this is cool too. Um, but <laughs> Wow, thank-
1: guys, he's really scrambling.
2: <laughs> appreciate everything that both you guys do. Y'all well, work you. hard. I mean, I can honestly say that. And that's not just because I'm on your podcast. Um, <laughs> you guys are awesome and uh, so happy to have you.
0: Well, thank team. you, Scott. Thank we you. really appreciate you because um, uh, it's not like a, a typical boss-employee relationship, but um, <laughs> It is, is a partnership, yeah. and we really appreciate what you do as well. So we thank you for taking the time. Yeah. I know you're busy, so I appreciate you taking the time with us um, to be on our podcast.
2: You are welcome.
1: To thank Scott, for coming on the podcast with us today. And thank you all for listening to another episode of Southern Charm Chit Chat. And tune in for our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.